You're listening to a Glassbox Media Podcast. We're thrilled to team up with Acoustic Sheep for a special giveaway. One lucky listener will win a pair of sleep phones wireless, the ultimate sleep headphones, plus a whole year of premium ad-free episodes from I Can't Sleep Podcast. To enter, just follow at Sleep Phones and at I Can't Sleep Podcast on Instagram. Tag your friends in the comments. Each tag counts as an entry, and there's no limit to how many times you can tag. Don't miss out on your chance to enhance your nightly routine with sleep phones and a year of serene listening with our podcast. I'll list the details in the show notes, and all the information you can find about the giveaway will be on Instagram. If you love falling asleep to the I Can't Sleep podcast, I think I know of a brand new show for you to wake up to. The Daily Book Club is a podcast where the host, Otis Gray, reads classic stories every day, one chapter at a time. Simple as that. Hear amazing tales read start to finish. Whether you want to get engaged and wrapped up in fantastic stories that have stood the test of time, or you just want to relax and listen to a great book, The Daily Book Club is there for you to get lost in however you like. Right now, Otis is reading The Enchanted April. In the 1920s, four women, unfulfilled with life, take a chance and abscond to a dreamy medieval Italian castle in the month of April as the flowers bloom. It's a story dripping with wisteria, the beauty of solitude, and an unlikely pursuit of joy in Portofino, Italy. A perfect book to start this season. You can find The Daily Book Club on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else. Subscribe so you never miss an episode and tune in each morning to hear what happens next. Welcome to the I Can't Sleep Podcast where I read random articles from across the web to bore you to sleep with my soothing voice. I'm your host, Benjamin Boster. Today's episode is from a Wikipedia article titled Constellation. As more people discover the benefits of fasting, including weight loss, enhanced mental and physical performance, and improved gut health, the challenge often lies in the daunting prospect of not eating. That's where Prolon comes in a groundbreaking plant-based nutrition program that nourishes your body while tricking your cells into thinking they're fasting. Developed over decades at the University of Southern California's Longevity Institute and supported by top U.S. medical centers, Prolon is designed to maintain healthy blood sugar levels, support cardiovascular health, and help reduce abdominal fat. However, Prolon is not just a diet. It's a science-driven approach rooted in Nobel Prize-winning medical research. The journey with Prolon begins with a five-day regimen of snacks, soups, and beverages, all crafted to sustain a fasting state. Choosing a nutrition program can be daunting, yet Prolon would be at the top of my list for its convenience, scientific backing, and effectiveness. It's no surprise that thousands of doctors now recommend Prolon to foster healthy blood sugar and cardiovascular health. Right now, Prolon is offering I Can't Sleep listeners 10% off their five-day nutrition program. Go to prolonlife.com slash I can't sleep. That's P R O L O N life.com slash I can't sleep for this special offer. That's prolonlife.com slash I can't sleep. And thank you to Prolon for sponsoring the podcast. A constellation is an area on the celestial sphere in which a group of visible stars forms a perceived outline or pattern, typically representing an animal, mythological person or creature or an inanimate object. 
The origins of the earliest constellations likely go back to prehistoria. People used them to relate stories of their beliefs, experiences, creation, or mythology. Different cultures and countries adopted their own constellations, some of which lasted into the early 20th century before today's constellations were internationally recognized. The recognition of constellations has changed significantly over time. Many have changed in size or shape. Some became popular only to drop into obscurity. Others were limited to a single culture or nation. The 48 traditional Western constellations are Greek. They are given as Aratus's work Phenomena and Ptolemy's Almagest, although their origin probably predates these works by several centuries. Constellations in the far southern sky were added from the 15th century until the mid-18th century, when European explorers began traveling to the southern hemisphere. Twelve ancient constellations belong to the zodiac, straddling the ecliptic, which the sun, moon, and planets all traverse. The origins of the zodiac remain historically uncertain. Its astrological divisions became prominent circa 400 BC in Babylonian or Chaldean astronomy. In 1922, the International Astronomical Union, IAU, formally accepted the modern list of 88 constellations, and in 1928 adopted official constellation boundaries that together cover the entire celestial sphere. Any given point in a celestial coordinate system lies in one of the modern constellations. Some astronomical naming systems include the constellation where a given celestial object is found to convey its approximate location in the sky. A Flamsteed designation of a star, for example, consists of a number and the genitive form of the constellation name. If observed through the year, the constellations shift gradually to the west. This is caused by Earth's orbit around our sun. In the summer, viewers are looking in a different direction in space at night than they are during the winter. Other star patterns or groups called asterisms are not constellations per se, but are used by observers to navigate the night sky. Asterisms may be several stars within a constellation, or they may share stars with more than one constellation. Examples of asterisms include the Pleiades and Hades within the constellation Taurus and the false cross split between the southern constellations Carina and Vela or Venus's mirror in the constellation of Orion. Terminology The word constellation comes from the late Latin term constellatio, which can be translated as set of stars. It came into use in English during the 14th century. These terms generally referred to a recognizable pattern of stars, whose appearance is associated with mythological characters or creatures, earthbound animals or objects. 
A more modern astronomical sense of the term constellation denotes one of the 88 IAU's designated constellations recognized today. Colloquial usage does not draw a sharp distinction between constellations and smaller asterisms. Pattern of stars. Yet the modern accepted astronomical constellations employ such a distinction. E.g., the Pleiades and the Hades are both asterisms, and each lies within the boundaries of the constellation of Taurus. Another example is the northern asterism popularly known as the Big Dipper, U.S., or the Plow, U.K., composed of the seven brightest stars within the area of the IAU-defined constellation of Ursa Major. The southern false cross asterism includes portions of the constellations Carina and Vela, and the summer triangle is composed of the brightest stars in the constellations Lyra, Aquila, and Cygnus. A constellation or star viewed from a particular latitude on Earth that never sets below the horizon is termed circumpolar. From the North Pole or South Pole, all constellations south or north of the celestial equator are circumpolar. Depending on the definition, equatorial constellations may include those that lie between declinations 45 degree north and 45 degree south, or those that pass through the declination range of the ecliptic or zodiac ranging between 23.5 degrees north, the celestial equator, and 23.5 degrees south. Stars and constellations can appear near each other in the sky, but they usually lie at a variety of distances away from the Earth. Since each star has its own independent motion, all constellations will change slowly over time. After tens of hundreds of thousands of years, familiar outlines will become unrecognizable. Astronomers can predict the past or future constellation outlines by measuring individual stars' common proper motions, or CPM, by accurate astronomy and their radial velocities by astronomical spectroscopy. Identification Both the 88 IAU recognized constellations and those that cultures have recognized throughout history are essentially imagined figures and shapes with only a certain basis in the actually observable sky. Many officially recognized constellations are based in the imaginations of ancient, Near Eastern, and Mediterranean mythologies, but the physical reality of the Earth's position in the Milky Way still produces shapes that are connected by the human mind. For instance, Orion's belt forms a more or less visually perfect line. H. A. Ray, who wrote popular books on astronomy, pointed out the imaginative nature of the constellations and their mythological artistic basis, and the practical use of identifying them through definite images, according to the classical names they were given. History of the Early Constellations Lascaux Caves, Southern France 
It has been suggested that the 17,000-year-old cave paintings in Lascaux, southern France, depict star constellations, such as Taurus, Orion's Belt, and the Pleiades. However, this view is not generally accepted among scientists. Mesopotamia Inscribed stones and clay writing tablets from Mesopotamia in modern Iraq dating to 3000 BC provide the earliest generally accepted evidence for humankind's identification of constellations. It seems that the bulk of the Mesopotamian constellations were created within a relatively short interval from around 1300 to 1000 BC. Mesopotamian constellations appeared later in many of the classical Greek constellations. Ancient Near East The oldest Babylonian catalogs of stars and constellations date back to the beginning of the Middle Bronze Age, most notably the Three Stars Each texts and the Mul Apen, an expanded and revised version based on more accurate observation from around 1000 BC. However, the numerous Sumerian names in these catalogs suggest that they built on older but otherwise unattested Sumerian traditions of the early Bronze Age. The classical zodiac is a revision of Neo-Babylonian constellations from the 6th century BC. The Greeks adopted the Babylonian constellations in the 4th century BC. Twenty Ptolemaic constellations are from the ancient Near East. Another ten have the same stars, but different names. Biblical scholar E. W. Bullinger interpreted some of the creatures mentioned in the books of Ezekiel and Revelations as the middle signs of the four quarters of the zodiac, with the lion as Leo, the bull as Taurus, the man representing Aquarius, and the eagle standing in for Scorpio. The biblical book of Job also makes reference to a number of constellations, including Ayush, Beer, Chazel, Fool, and Kima, Heap, rendered as Arcturus, Orion, and Pleiades by the King James Version, but Ayush the Beer actually corresponding to Ursa Major. The term Maseroth, translated as a garland of crowns, is a hapex legomenon in Job 38.32, and it might refer to the zodiacal constellations. Classical Antiquity There is only limited information on ancient Greek constellations, with some fragmentary evidence being found in the works and days of the Greek poet Hesiod, who mentioned the heavenly bodies. Greek astronomy essentially adopted the older Babylonian system in the Hellenistic era, first introduced to Greece by Eudoxus of Snidus in the 4th century BC. The original work of Eudoxus is lost, but it survives as a versification by Aratus dating to the 3rd century BC. The most complete existing works dealing with the mythical origins of the constellations are by the Hellenistic writer termed Pseudo-Eratosthenes and an early Roman writer styled Pseudo-Hyginus.
the basis of Western astronomy as taught during late antiquity and until the early modern period is the Amalgist by Ptolemy, written in the 2nd century. In the Ptolemaic kingdom, native Egyptian tradition of anthropomorphic figures represented the planets, stars, and various constellations. Some of these were combined with Greek and Babylonian astronomical systems, culminating in the zodiac of Dendera. It remains unclear when this occurred, but most were placed during the Roman period between 2nd to 4th centuries AD. The oldest known depiction of the zodiac showing all the known familiar constellations, along with some original Egyptian constellations, deacons, and planets. Ptolemy's Almagest remained the standard definition of constellations in the medieval period both in Europe and in Islamic astronomy. Ancient China Ancient China had a long tradition of observing celestial phenomena. Non-specific Chinese star names, later categorized in the 28 mansions, have been found on oracle bones from Anyang, dating back to the middle Shang dynasty. These constellations are some of the most important observations of Chinese sky, attested from the 5th century BC. Parallels to the earliest Babylonian-Sumerian star catalogs suggest that the ancient Chinese system did not arise independently. Three schools of classical Chinese astronomy in the Han period are attributed to astronomers of the earlier Warring States period. Constellation of the three schools were conflated into a single system by Chen Zuo, an astronomer of the 3rd century. Three Kingdoms period. Chen Zuo's work has been lost, but information on his system of constellations survives in Tang period records, notably by Qutan Zita. The oldest extant Chinese star chart dates to that period and was preserved as part of the Du Huang manuscripts. Native Chinese astronomy flourished during the Song Dynasty and during the Yuan dynasty became increasingly influenced by medieval Islamic astronomy. As maps were prepared during this period on more scientific lines, they were considered as more reliable. A well-known map from the Song period is the Zhuzhuo astronomical chart, which was prepared with carvings of stars on the planisphere of the Chinese sky on a stone plate. It is done accurately based on observations, and it shows the supernova of the year of 1054 in Taurus. Influenced by European astronomy during the late Ming Dynasty, charts depicted more stars but retained the traditional constellations. Newly observed stars were incorporated as supplementary to old constellations in the center sky which did not depict the traditional stars recorded by ancient Chinese astronomers. Further improvements were made during the later part of the Ming dynasty by Zhu Guangqi and Johann Adam Charles von Bell, the German Jesuit, and was recorded in Changshan Lishu. 
Traditional Chinese star maps incorporated 23 new constellations with 125 stars of the southern hemisphere of the sky, based on the knowledge of Western star charts. With this improvement, the Chinese sky was integrated with the world astronomy. Early Modern Astronomy Historically, the origins of the constellations of the northern and southern skies are distinctly different. Most northern constellations date to antiquity, with names based mostly on classical Greek legends. Evidence of these constellations has survived in the form of star charts, whose oldest representation appears on the statue known as Farney's Atlas based perhaps on the star catalog of the Greek astronomer Hipparchus. Southern constellations are more modern inventions, sometimes as substitutes for ancient constellations. Some southern constellations had long names that were shortened to more usable forms. E.g. Musca Australis became simply Musca. Some of the early constellations were never universally adopted. Stars were often grouped into constellations differently by different observers, and the arbitrary constellation boundaries often led to confusion as to which constellation a celestial object belonged. Before astronomers delineated precise boundaries, starting in the 19th century, constellations generally appeared as ill-defined regions of the sky. Today, they now follow officially accepted designated lines of right ascension and declination, based on those defined by Benjamin Gould in Epic 1875, in his star catalog, Uranometria Argentina. The 1603 star atlas Uranometria of Johann Bayer assigned stars to individual constellations and formalized the division by assigning a series of Greek and Latin letters to the stars within each constellation. These are known today as Bayer designations. Subsequent star atlases led to the development of today's accepted modern constellations. Origin of the Southern Constellations the southern sky, below about negative 65 degrees declination, was only partially catalogued by ancient Babylonians, Egyptians, Greeks, Chinese, and Persian astronomers of the north. The knowledge that northern and southern star patterns differed goes back to classical writers who described, for example, the African circumnavigation expedition commissioned by Egyptian pharaoh Necho II in circa 600 BC and those of Hanno the Navigator in circa 500 BC. However, much of this history was lost with the destruction of the Library of Alexandria. The history of southern constellations is not straightforward. Different groupings and different names were proposed by various observers, some reflecting national traditions or designed to promote various sponsors. 
Southern constellations were important from the 14th to 16th centuries when sailors used the stars for celestial navigation. Italian explorers who recorded new southern constellations included Andrea Corsali, Antonio Pigafetta, and Amarigo Vespucci. Many of the 88 IAU-recognized constellations in this region first appeared on celestial globes developed in the late 16th century by Petrus Plantius, based mainly on observations of the Dutch navigators Pieter Dirksen, Kaiser, and Frederick de Houtman. These became widely known through Johann Baer's star atlas Uranometria in 1603. Seventeen more were created in 1763 by the French astronomer Nicolas Louis de Laquet, appearing in his star catalog published in 1756. Several modern proposals have not survived. The French astronomers Pierre Lemonnier and Joseph Lalande, for example, proposed constellations that were once popular, but have since been dropped. The northern constellation Quadrans Muralis survived into the 19th century when its name was attached to the Quadrated Meteor Shower, but is now divided between Butis and Draco. Eighty-eight modern constellations. A general list of 88 constellations was produced for the International Astronomical Union in 1922. It is roughly based on the traditional Greek constellations listed by Ptolemy in his Almagest in the 2nd century and Aratus's work Phenomena, with early modern modifications and additions, most importantly introducing constellations covering parts of the southern sky unknown to Ptolemy. Petrus Plantius, Johannes Hevelius, and Nicolas Louis de Laquet, who named 14 constellations and renamed a 15th one. De Laquet studied the stars of the Southern Hemisphere from 1750 until 1754, from Cape of Good Hope, when he was said to have observed more than 10,000 stars using a 0.5 inches refracting telescope. In 1922, Henry Norris Russell produced a general list of 88 constellations and some useful abbreviations for them. However, these constellations did not have clear borders between them. In 1928, the International Astronomical Union, IAU, formally accepted 88 modern constellations with contiguous boundaries along vertical and horizontal lines of right ascension and declination, developed by Eugene de Port, that together covered the entire celestial sphere. This list was finally published in 1930. Where possible, these modern constellations usually share the names of their Greco-Roman predecessors, such as Orion, Leo, or Scorpius. The aim of this system is area mapping, i.e. the division of the celestial sphere into contiguous fields. Out of the 88 modern constellations, 36 lie predominantly in the northern sky, 
and the other 52 predominantly in the southern. The boundaries developed by Delport use data that originated back to Epic B1875, which was when Benjamin A. Gould first made his proposal to designate boundaries for the celestial sphere, a suggestion on which Delport based his work. The consequence of this early date is that because of the precession of the equinoxes, the borders on a modern star map such as Epic J2000 are already somewhat skewed and no longer perfectly vertical or horizontal. This effect will increase over the years and centuries to come. Dark Cloud Constellations The Great Rift, a series of dark patches in the Milky Way, is more visible and striking in the Southern Hemisphere than in the Northern. It vividly stands out when conditions are otherwise so dark that the Milky Way's central region casts shadows on the ground. Some cultures have discerned shapes in these patches and have given names to these dark cloud constellations. Members of the Inca civilization identified various dark areas or dark nebulae in the Milky Way as animals and associated their appearance with the seasonal rains. Australian Aboriginal astronomy also describes dark cloud constellations, the most famous being the emu in the sky, whose head is formed by the Colsac, a dark nebula, instead of the stars. <laughs>